Well, 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 welcome to the first edition of the Marks with Mike's podcast. Thanks for joining us right now. I am one of you. joined right now by my co-hosts on the other line. <laughs> How's it going, Jermaine? What's up? Oh, man, you put my government name out there. Can't believe you did that. <laughs> Right. Oh, snap. I'm sorry, Big J. I meant Big J, the world champion. Hey, you know, call me what you want, but uh, we are here right now getting ready to debut. Uh, just a bunch of marks with the mic on a podcast, getting ready to talk some of the best and interesting stories inside the world of professional wrestling. So, with that being said, the very first thing that I have to bring up, the <laughs> ultimate deletion. What... <laughs> What was your your thoughts on the ultimate deletion? Well, me? So I didn't see it. I think I told you today. I didn't actually watch it because I didn't see Raw. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Oh, God. I know. I know. I heard it was well-received. And uh, I also heard that um, <laughs> my dad just sent me a text message. Sorry about that. Um but I also heard that they left it off of the uh, Hulu thing. Yes, that was one of the big issues, one of the biggest complaints that happened over uh, this past week with the WWE. Uh, it was uh, just just funny to see that you dedicated all of these promos, all of this hype for the last week about the Ultimate Deletion match, and you don't even put it on your Hulu podcast. I'm sorry, your, your, your Hulu app. I mean, your channel there, like, people were really looking forward to seeing that. For the people who don't actually, you know, pay for cable, uh, you know, we like Hulu. <laughs> right, right. Hulu, Hulu is just as effective and it's half the cost. Probably, you know, a fraction of the cost of cable. But you build this up for the past past week or so. And, you know, you build it up. It's your main event. Yeah, the, the main event. And, uh, got, like, the highest yes. rating, I heard. Yeah, and this was one of the better ratings of, of, of the night, the main event, mm-hmm. uh, the main event of uh, the Ultimate Deletion, and you don't put it on Hulu. I mean, and then the funny part to me was the fact that they actually uh, tried to back away from the situation trying to put the blame on Hulu, but Hulu wasn't having none of that. <laughs> Hulu <laughs> Hulu was not having any of that. Hulu sat on a tweet. Letting everyone know, hey, this is strictly on the WWE. We have nothing to do with it. They added their own stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And usually, like, for them, the main event does not rate as highly as uh, this did because the main event's on at, like, 11 o'clock Eastern. A lot of people are asleep, just tuned out, you know, or maybe they already turned the channel. And uh, this was a big thing for them, so that was really surprising to me. But So, like I said, I didn't see it, but I did hear about something interesting earlier. Um, with Bray Wyatt talking about repackaging him and whatnot. Yeah, that um, that to me. So <laughs> Bray Wyatt. Oh man, <laughs> go, go go ahead. I'll let you go first, and I'll I'll go ahead and put my uh, two cents in. Okay, sounds good. Um, so yeah, I heard that he went into like some pool of like reincarnation or something like that. And senior Benjamin couldn't find his body. So that kind of leaves it open to like, you know, give him a new gimmick or repackage him in some way. Like I was saying, um, 
So I was just wondering what you thought they might do with that. One of the things they were saying is just to make him like Woken Bray Wyatt and team him with Matt, you know, make him part of that because they said anything that is a faction that Bray Wyatt joins is just going to be compared to the Wyatt family. So you got to do something different, you know, let somebody else lead it. You know what? I like that idea. Yeah. And I'm not that opposed to it. You know, I, I did not see that until you just mentioned that. And then as you were talking, I kind of pictured it. <laughs> so I read it. Uh, talk for that. I was watching a video earlier and they mentioned something similar to that. Oh, shout out to Russell talk. Yep. Make sure you support Russell talk. Uh, follow them on all of their various Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube pages, and make sure you donate to the Patreon. But, uh, Back, back, back to uh, back to this whole this Bray Wyatt thing. The thing, the thing. Uh, what what really makes me upset with this whole Bray Wyatt thing is um, Bray Wyatt had a lot of potential. I mean, a lot. Yeah. He, he, he I mean, when he when he first debuted. Yeah. Inside WWE in the WWE ring, as far as a Monday Night Raw, it was something different that we had not seen. I mean, you can even go we'll go all the way back to the NXT. You know, when they first did that whole gimmick in NXT, it wasn't as big as as it was. But when they definitely got to Raw, it began to blow up. Their biggest mistake, and I'm going to name them off the top three in my opinion, and then and then I'm going to get to what's going to happen to Bray Wyatt in this Lake of reincarnation. Okay. Okay, so starting at number three, one of their biggest mistakes was not letting the Wyatt family as a whole hold any titles when they first debuted. Because you debuted these guys as three monsters who 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 were just so destructive. You had Bray Wyatt and this sort of kind of, I won't say Undertaker, but I, I'm, I'm going to say, you know, similar similar to an Undertaker mystique far as having followers. It kind of reminds you of the whole Ministry of Darkness, but kind of like in a backwoods area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so you, you had time to it. <laughs> yeah, you know, you 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 had that, and uh, you you let them feel with the shield, the the shield, and uh, you you have them lose. You have them lose the match. Yeah. You know, and it's like okay, they they feel they with the shield, they lose the match, no tag team titles. Okay, and then you you Bill Bray to you know take out Kane. He does that. He takes out Kane, and then once he gets to Vince McMahon's Golden Boy, number two. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Big Match John John Cena. <laughs> he feeds him to John Cena, and what does he do? He completely buries him at the grandest stage of them all. Sorry, Michael Cole, I had to steal that from you, but you bury him at WrestleMania. Yeah, that. That that right there was the the number two thing. Yeah. The number two thing they did wrong was not let him go over on Cena. And we talked about that a couple times already about how like they had an opportunity to make him there. And then if he goes over John Cena at WrestleMania, he's a big time star. He's like a monster heel. And then he can be the champion as a, a dominant heel for a while until you can get somebody else to take him out, you know? Exactly. And uh it just, uh, you know, that at that point, he could have, he could have honestly, you know, went on a nice little run, going through everybody. But of course, you know, 
uh, Vince McMahon's golden boy number three, which is Roman Reigns. Uh, you know, he's been pushing him since the moment he debuted on uh, Raw. And strong you let you let him you let him lose a, a feud that he should have won against Roman Reigns like that. That should have been an awesome feud. That right there, him him grabbing the title at that point would have been great. But of course, he was held down. But the number one thing they did wrong was they put that title on Bray Wyatt after the elimination chamber and have him hold the title for one month, and he loses it mm-hmm. at WrestleMania to Randy Orton. That was the final nail in the coffin. Yeah. I was thinking earlier today when you were talking about that, that um, I bet if you ask a lot of people, not even necessarily casual fans, but if they even remember if Bray Wyatt was the champion. You know, it was so brief, and they took it away, like, unceremoniously, and uh, that was that, you know? And he just, like, kept falling lower and lower on the card. <laughs> you know what? I totally agree, but you know what? Uh, unless you have the WWE Network, you're really not going to remember that he even held the title. You're you're definitely right about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you won't even remember that because but you remember yeah. the great reign of Jinder Mahal afterwards, of course. <laughs> Who cannot forget the what, what was that six months reign yeah. of Jinder? There, yeah, I think it was at least six months. Yeah, Jinder had a longer reign than Bray Wyatt. He would. How does that happen for six months? If you follow what I'm saying. How, how, but why? Why does gender get a six month reign? Uh, because WWE signs a deal in India, and of course they want to show face. Let's put, let's put the title on a guy who's I'm from India, by the way. People, if you didn't know, no, that. he's Canadian. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He is uh, He is Canadian. You know, and but he has Indian heritage. Mm-hmm. But you put a guy and you build him up as a guy from India. But this is nothing new. WWE's been doing that for decades. <laughs> they'll 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 shove a guy out there and say he's from a different country. Yeah, of course. And he's Canadian first off, and then he he does have Indian heritage. But they package him. They don't ever really come out and say it, but they package him as like a vaguely terrorist type of guy. Like he's from the <laughs> east, but like they were putting that vibe out there pretty hard for a while. You know, like he was wearing the mask and everything, and like the turban type of deal. It's like, come on, you know. I mean, it just it, it just makes no sense. Yeah. But you're you're right. They have they have been doing this for quite some time. Well, but and, uh, the one funny thing about just to touch on the India thing, which I thought was, of course, it's WWE. It's the world that things don't have to make sense, but they do them anyway. Um, they opened up that market in India. It's like a billion people, and by the time they actually get there, like a month beforehand, they take the belt off of them. And just have, <laughs> they just have Triple H. They, they go to India and they have Triple H beat him. <laughs> and then afterwards, it's not on TV. Like, I guess they put some stuff on the network or clips got out on the Internet. But then afterwards, Triple H is like doing this Indian dance with like Jinder Mahal and the Singh brothers. And then he just like pedigrees one of the Singh brothers and just walks out of the ring like, I, I do what I want, whatever, you know, and. That was it. Well, <laughs> well, you know, the, the thing about that, you know, hey, that's that's Triple H. I mean, he's kind of the guy who has to do what the hell he wants. But you, you're right. It, it just makes no sense for for them to take the title off of him and then, you know, have Triple H go there pretty much embarrass him in front of his quote-unquote people. Yeah. But you also got to look at the fact that gender as a champion 
for the ratings and the tickets, the ticket sales sucked. But I did like the fact that they took a mid-car guy out of nowhere and pushed him. But mm -hmm. I don't like the fact that he had a longer reign as a champion than Bray Wyatt. A guy, <laughs> no. It just makes no sense. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. It's like a guy, a guy who's had as long of a long as long of a of a stay on the uh, on the main card, as far as uh, either card. You have this guy who's been there feuding with all the best from your from your John Cena's to your Roman Reigns, your Seth Rollins, right. your Dean Ambrose. You're considered top guys in the company. To put the title on him for one right. month, that was a you, disgrace. That was slap then you put disgrace. the title on the guy from 3MB for six months. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and even like, oh, even man. when he came back, he was you know what? Almost, like early on, you know? I, I almost forgot about 3MB, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even watching at the time, but I know that he was in it, and that's embarrassing. But... Uh, yeah, no, but he, he came back, and if you remember, like, he was jobbing to everybody at first, and then he started getting, you know, say what you want about his supplementation uh, regimen or whatever. He started getting real big, and then it's all natural. <laughs> Completely natural, of course, yeah. <laughs> Hard work and dedication. I'm, you know what, and I'm pretty sure he said his prayers and, uh, you know, Took his vitamins. Oh, there. no, he takes his vitamins and does his push ups, brother. Yeah. Shout out to the Hawks. <laughs> so let's Put you back. Hey, yeah. this, uh, but you know what? Let me, let me go ahead and to, to, that's like I went around the circle. So okay. here's my theory. I am going to, you know what? I'm actually going to hold that thought because we have a code getting ready oh. to join the I was next segment. We'll, we will be right back. Right back, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. Yo. Heck? Yo, yo. Can y'all hear me? <laughs> we got drowned. Yes, we can hear you, and we are back, ladies and gentlemen. What we were just discussing. We were just discussing the ultimate deletion match. We are joined by one of our other co-hosts here with Marks, with Mike's. Yo, yo, yo. Dre. What's going on? Dre, what's going on? Just uh talking about uh, the ultimate deletion match. Uh, sorry you weren't able to get in before, but I'm going to let you go ahead and chime in. Man. Uh, chime in on uh, how, how you felt about that match. But before I let you chime in, I did promise the listeners that I will finish my thought on that match. And my theory about Bray Wyatt coming out of that lake of reincarnation, yes. Him coming out of, him coming out of that lake Bray Wyatt may have to revert to how he was introduced in the WWE when he first came into the picture. That's right, people. I'm talking about the Nexus. That's right. I'm talking about good old chubby boy. <laughs> <Chubby> <laughs> so, Andre, 
the floor is yours. You let them know how you felt about that match. First of all, I'm happy that WWE got it right because I had so many doubts they were going to mess this up. And I was happy that they told the story. Pretty much introduced the the WWE audience to the how things work. You know, introduced the Queen Rebecca, King Maxwell, Laura Wolfgang, Senior Benjamin. You know, it, it, it introduced the WWE universe to that, and I like how they introduced that and allowing Matt to have the freedom to tell the story. I loved it. I, I loved it a lot, and I hope that WWE rolls with it. Let's cross our fingers. We don't know. We don't know. You know, there's a lot of conflicting reports out there, but, you know, for me, I loved it. I watch it, like, about five times a day because I loved it. Um, <laughs> and you know, oh, I like it. You know, Goodwill, yeah, coming out no Husky Harris. <laughs> I mean, it would not surprise me. WWE has done worse. If 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 he comes back at Husky Harris, I'm I, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. But here's another idea I heard about Bray Wyatt. Let me get you. Up just stop all together. Just watching WWE. If he comes back as Husky Harris, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest there. Uh, right. So far as uh, far as Husky Harris Husky Harris goes, for you you all who don't know Husky Harris, what Husky Harris was, I'm so tongue tied. That was how they bought, brought uh, Bray Wyatt into the company through the Nexus angle. And uh, if you don't know, Bray Wyatt, Bo Dallas, real-life brothers, uh, fathers are IRS, by the way. IRS. Yep. That's right. The money man. It's the IRS itself. But uh, if he was the revert back to that, I'm telling you, first off, I'm done kind of watching Raw until they get that right. I but. But what I think is Bray Wyatt may need to either leave Raw and go back to SmackDown. I mean, he uh, he's just going through uh, one of the worst times uh, in his career. Well, and yeah. as I was telling Ryan earlier, yeah, Ryan, uh, and I was telling Ryan that uh, their biggest letting John Cena beat him at WrestleMania 30. That let him Randy Orton win last year too. Remember that he shouldn't have won. Yeah. Well, you know, not for nothing. They had the to, match wasn't all that. Year last year. <laughs> the match, the to, match was okay. Yeah, it was, but they told a great story, and you, you can't can't disagree with that. They told a great story. To this day, that Randy Orton <laughs> walked out the champion, I, I was like, well, "What are they doing here?" And then when he moved to Raw, I said, WWE stupid. Yeah, they could be uh could be very stupid. For for uh, where he had a chance to reclaim the title. Because you, you just abruptly ended that feud right after, you know, man, it was just abruptly Well, they still had the house of horrors, man. It was demeaning. It was stupid. It wasn't for no title. It was like, okay, you got him on SmackDown. You got him on Raw. They're fighting yeah. in the House of Horrors match. Who cares? There's no yeah. meaning for it. And then, and then, the I great Ryan's trying to finally chime, flew man. the Viper. Ryan, are you there? Right. <laughs> Ryan. Yeah. 
so Ryan hasn't chimed in yet, so we're gonna join him back on the next segment. But uh, what 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 I will say is uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, far as far as that character goes, their best bet is to probably join him up with uh, with Matt Hardy and uh, Jeff Hardy. I mean, they might have to create a faction, as as Ryan was saying earlier. They they might have to create a faction and have them join because this there's no other other way to go but to. SmackDown to repackage yourself, but staying on Raw at this point and not joining the work. broken, I'm sorry, the Woken Hardys, uh, not joining them would be a big mistake uh, for for his career on Raw. But if he do, if he does go to SmackDown, I mean, you can easily package him up with the Bludgeon Brothers. I, that I can see that happening. But uh, we're gonna move on to the next segment, people. Uh, our Bray Wyatt talk is done for this segment. We're gonna join you back here. In another second, I'm going to play another song, and I'm going to go ahead and chime Ryan back into this podcast. You're on with Marks with Mike's. Yo. Hold on one second, waiting for one more person to join. Okay. All right, seems like we're all on the line. Is Ryan there? I'm here, dude. All right, look at that. We got three today. Hey, it's a total of five of us, so three out of five ain't bad. Uh, So, we are going to go on and go to the next topic. We're done with Ultimate Deletion, uh, but... Delete, delete. So, we're actually going to delete that, actually. So, we're going to delete that, and we're going to go to the next segment. And the next segment... We are going to go ahead and talk about, and the segment I like to call, really, we're going to talk about Ryback. Really? <laughs> the big Ryback. guy? The big really? Guy. He's still around? Really? Really. He really. actually has the podcast. Yes, he does. Really? Really, really, does. really does. Okay. Really. <laughs> really. So, uh, Ryback recently... Just uh, did an interview, and he stated, and I quote, uh, the question was, Ryback, is there a potential chance of you returning back to the WWE? And he says, and I quote, right now, I'm focusing on me right now, getting myself back together, maybe somewhere down the line, I may make a comeback, but right now, I'm worried about my health. Really? Do we really care? Do we really care if Ryback comes back? I'm going to let uh, let you chime in on this first, Ryan. What's your thoughts? Okay. Uh, yeah, I really don't. I know that. For sure. <laughs> I, I don't know what you do with him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, you can't change his name because, like, everybody knows Ryback. He's a known quantity. And for a time, he was, like, very over. But yeah. they screwed it up. They never put the belt on him when they should have. I think back, like what, maybe 2013 or something like that when he was fighting, like, CM Punk and John Cena and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Right around that time. But anyway, like, from there, it just went real bad. And, like, I, you know, obviously Vince likes the big muscular guys and stuff like that. So I think if Ryback ever wants to really come back, he probably can. But um, I just, I wouldn't have much interest in him. And it's like, we were talking about one time how big and strong of a guy he is. He doesn't have like the best move set for that. His finishing, <laughs> his, 
stupid. It's like he just puts a guy on top of his shoulders and like drops him backwards. It's like, do something really impressive. Show how strong you are. Do something that makes me go, oh, shit. You know, like when you throw him on the ground, whatever it is you're doing, you know, like I could think of 10 moves, you know, off the top of my head, more impressive than that to do for a guy that's built like he is, you know, and uh, what's his, uh, his signature, like his setup move is a clothesline. It's like, come on, like, get out of here. I don't know. It's just, it's not that good. And they never made him the, the, the big time champ. And then they put the intercontinental title on him for a while. Oh God. For a guy with his, his physique, it looks like a baby belt. It looks like he got a baby gap belt and he put that on. And uh, it doesn't, this guy's almost 300 pounds. He's a juke monkey, you know? And it's like, you put this little white belt on him and it doesn't look right at all. But uh, I don't know. I just, I think it's just, for me, it's a no. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, uh, Randy, what, what do you think? Oh, I'm sorry, Dre. <laughs> what is your thoughts on Ryback? Um, first of all, let's go by his Nexus name. Wasn't it what Skip Sheffield or some stupid name? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> let's let's go by that name first of all. Okay, first of all, Skip. Who really cares? I mean, you, you, you downed the company. That's the reason you're gone. You didn't feel like you was getting paid enough. So if, you know, you go back to WWE, would you think you're going to get top dollar? Yeah. You're not the main event guy. Here's a point you left out, Ryan. The man hurt people. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and Punk trashed him. Yeah. yeah Punk dogged him, saying he's a terrible worker. He's so stiff. I wouldn't want to be near in the ring with him. He His called him. His Mark Henry match at 29 was the worst. <laughs> and let's not forget about that. Let's also not forget he also had the U.S. title, too. I don't know how he beat. Oh, oh my gosh. I actually forgot that. I didn't remember that. Did he, did he beat Kalisto? Oh, I don't know how that happened. I was rooting for Kalisto the whole time. But, <laughs> it was so bad, I think I blocked it out. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I, th- yeah I think I did, too. But, but who really cares if he wants to come back? I, why are we even talking about right back? Skip Sheffield, I'm sorry. I don't even know right back. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's just like uh, average wrestler. His best momentum, like you said, was in 2013. They didn't run with it. You know, he was on the Raw after, you know, the, the Raw after WrestleMania, which is the introduction to the big new person that's going to be dominating. And the crowd was clearly on the side for Super Cena to beat him. Who really cares, you know? Right. right. Really? You know, really, Ryback. We're still talking about Ryback in 2018, people. Yeah. Skip Sheffield, I'm sorry. Skip Sheffield. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to chime in on Ryback. Um, Really. Uh, Ryback. Seriously. Uh, Like you mentioned already, Skip Sheffield. Uh, I'm just going to call it by that name. Yes, that's (laughs) the name. Because uh, I think Skip Sheffield was more over than Ryback. He was in that. He looks more like a skip to you. Yeah, yeah, he does. He doesn't like a right back. He, he, he looks like a skip chef, Phil. <laughs> his name is my name, actually. His real name is Ryan, I think. Really? Ryan Reeves, oh. I want to say. No, it, it, it is Ryan Reeves, and you all share names. So, yep. I, I Ryan, if I was you, I would just change my name because. No, no, no Ryan. <laughs> In some people, some people are like team whoever has my name. 
I'm not that way. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, if anybody else was Ryan in my class when I was like growing up and like, you know, elementary school, you get called and it's like, Ryan, oh, not you, Ryan, that Ryan. I was like, ah, fuck that Ryan. I'm the best. Guy. <laughs> hey, I felt the same way. You know, a girl be like, hey, Dre. Like, oh, what's up? And they'd be like, no, I ain't talking to you. Oh, really? Oh, no, no, yeah. <laughs> Ryan, well, you know what? I'm going to second that motion. When I say fuck you, Ryan, I'm talking to Ryan Reeves, not you, Ryan. Thank you. So, right back. Uh, right back. Uh, I, I, Sheffield. I'm sorry, Skip <laughs> yeah. Sheffield. Yeah, you, don't call him Ryan. Yeah. Okay, look, from yeah. now on, he is no longer Ryan Reeves. He is Skip Sheffield. Okay? Agreed. Skip Sheffield. All right, so Skip. First of all, stick to writing books <laughs> and, do, and also doing <laughs> your, you know, your, your whole podcast thing. Shout out to Ryback's podcast. I'm not going to shit on Skip Sheffield. I'm, I'm sorry, Skip yeah. Sheffield. Come on, man. You know what? I, I feel like I'm cursing by saying his name. Yes, you but, are. Uh, cringing every time you say Ryback. You know? mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but uh, Skip Sheffield, honestly, when you were in the WWE, you really didn't get over as you thought you were. I mean, you were over for a hot second. You were over just as over as Hurricane Helms was. Okay. I like the hurricane. It's a hurricane coming through now. Listen, I like the hurricane yeah. too, but I like the hurricane. Listen, I'm getting someone with that. Okay. What I mean by is his length of a run as being over on on that top level. Yeah. Not a mid car guy, as a top guy. He was a top guy. He was guy? over for he was over for all of maybe what two months right back? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like two. Probably last two, three months, maybe. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Five minutes. But okay. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Okay. He was just as over as our truth was over when challenging John Cena. Oh man. For the WWE Exactly. Wow. Uh, there we are. That is the best comparison I can give right now. <laughs> well, why? Why is he even here? Like, why are you even? Talking about returning to a company that you've been shitting on since you left. Number one. Yeah, I'm gonna bring him back. I mean, this this is beyond. Okay, Triple H events probably hate him. I mean, you 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 bad mouth the company. You're saying that stars should be paid top dollar, but you're not a star. You you you're very you you're very dangerous in the ring. Nobody wants to work with you in the ring. So like, you 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 think you deserve equal pay as a John Cena or a Randy Orton? Right. No, them people are professionals. They know how to work in the ring. Listen, Gilbert deserves more money than this guy. <laughs> Gilbert. James Ellsworth deserves more money than Ryan. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Speaking of Gilbert and James Ellsworth, I watched their match yesterday. I totally forgot about it. How was it? It was. <sighs> Five Five. stars? Well, um, let's not go that far, but. <laughs> How many stars want to give this one? How many stars? I don't want to take Dave Meltzer's spot. I mean, he's a tough okay. guy. Okay. Right. So we're going to create our, our own thing. There we How go. many shit emojis do we give this match? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to talk about five and a half shit emojis. I give it four. Is that, okay. like, that going to be like the Razzies of uh, WWE? Like the worst movies get the Razzies. We give out shit emojis for the worst matches. I like it. So I like it. So there we are. We're we are giving people the shit emojis <laughs> here. So who gets the shits as, as the worst match ever? 
So for the four, so you gave it four and a quarter star, or was it four and a half stars? Uh, I give it four and a quarter. I'm gonna be nice. It four was four and a quarter. I was I was laughing a little bit just to see Gilbert. I love his entrance. It's still still the same entrance coming out. It was funny, and they use you know it's so funny. They use Goldberg's WWE thing, not not the one he had in WCW, the the one he had in WWE, <laughs> which I right. I, I kind of got a laugh out of that, and then. James Ellsworth with this belt, this they really trying to make James Ellsworth like a girl. It was it was just too funny. He ha- he has a title called the intergender title. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Isn't that the one Andy Kaufman had? That is correct. Andy, so. Wow. Andy Kaufman was the first one with that title. Wow. There we go with the knowledge there, Ryan. Yeah. But uh James Ellsworth is now the lineal intergender champion. Yes, he is. Kaufman. Yep. I mean, rest in peace, Andy Kaufman. But who would have thought the title would have been resurrected? Yeah, I guess it was in, resurrected by No Chin James Ellsworth. And it was, you know, what else was so funny in that match? Gilbert was trying so hard to give him a headlock, but you know his chin isn't there. So. <laughs> <laughs> he does have the worst chin ever. Yeah, worst chin. I mean, <laughs> Gilbert kept trying to give him the um the the headlock, and he just like where's his chin? I'm just like. I'm you just know crazy. what? Honestly, I'm pretty sure women have a fun time on James Ellsworth's face. It's a flat surface, and they can just move back and forth. But we're going to go back to PG. Uh, so keep going. <laughs> we're going to go back to PG, as in we're going to keep it PG, because I just went totally TV-14 well, uh, with the whole writing okay, of the face. Okay. WrestleMania well, season, we could kick it up TV-14. Real quick, though, if I may, um, yeah, about Ryback. I'm sorry, Skip. Um, Skip, the, there we go. Damn it! Definitely, Curse I definitely game. picked up what you guys were putting down, Dre and and Jay. I agree with what you're saying, and like the thing about it to me, the biggest reason I don't like him at this point is that he has this like sense of importance or being like greater than he is, and I hate people <laughs> like that. I hate people like that in the UFC. Like, I always felt that way about Michael Bisping. He would always put himself out there like he was an elite fighter. And then every time he fought an elite fighter, he would get knocked out. He would get his ass kicked. And then he would still try to talk the same way. And it's like, no, you're a good fighter, but you're not on their level. Like, you're a good guy. You can contribute, but you're not going to be the champ. You're not going to be at the top of the top, you know? I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that. It kind of reminds me, I hate to say this. Uh, but just hear where I'm coming from. The Ultimate Warrior. If you all ever seen the uh, the Ultimate Destruction of uh, Ultimate Warrior, um, I probably fucked up the name of that title. I think but that's it. I think that's I what you're talking about. It's the thing that WWE came out with when they were trying to bury the Warrior at one point before he, yes, yes. Before he got back in their good graces and they put him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, exactly. That right there describes Ryback to a T. <laughs> to a T. First of all, WWE. You make this guy, you build this character who's weighing Rob Van Dam's fucking ring attire. Yeah. Which like horrible. Attire. And like, oh, yeah. you're right. It was the exact same guy who designed Rob Van Dam's ring attire. So you get this guy That's true. Wearing, wearing, yeah, that is a true, that, that is a fact. And, uh, and I'll let you know where I got that link from, ladies and gentlemen. If you go to this website, it's called Google, you'll find that shit. I'm not about to <laughs> yeah. tell you how you might out there. It's out there, man. It's just it's one of the best sites ever. But uh, he wore the same exact ring attire, 
and you build them as this Goldberg-looking character. Mm-hmm. So, and if if I had to describe Ryback to a T, he's one of the worst created players I've ever had <laughs> on a game set. <laughs> Hands down, he does little guy moves. He doesn't do big guy moves. I mean, besides uh, besides probably lifting them up and throwing them like Goldberg, and probably doing the jackhammer. <laughs> That's 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 about it. He has no large fucking moveset. I mean, yeah. he's a very limited created player at best. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wouldn't even download Ryback as a character on WWE 2K18 if it was free inside the community. Right. I like I'm sorry. I'm on the phone. That's how bad he is. I, you made me laugh with the created player thing, though, because you're right. Like He looks like a guy you would make on a video game. And you would like max out his physique or whatever, and then he doesn't perform. You know, he he has like no good moves and stuff like, <laughs> like look like Tarzan, fight like Jane. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. I'm sorry. Hey, look, Skip Sheffield. It's nothing but love. Here. Sorry, we buried we're just, each other. Yeah, we're we're not burying you any worse than what the WWE buried you after you totally squandered your. I'm burying them. Got me in the shovel and throwing them in the dirt. But you know what? Maybe, just maybe, we could throw him into the lake of reincarnation. Maybe yeah. yeah. he's gonna come out as. Nothing's gonna happen though. Re- if, re- if, re- if we reincarnate, re- re- come back as lake of reincarnation. No. Or maybe as Dre puts the final pile of dirt on him, his fist will fly out like the Undertaker after the buried alive match or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, right back. Really, who cares? <laughs> so we're going to move on to the next segment, ladies and gentlemen, and it will be our final segment of tonight. We're going to play one more song, and we will be right back. Yes, sir. All right, we are back, and welcome to Marks with Mike's right here on the podcast. Make sure you do share this link into all of all of my indie artists, people on the independent scenes, please, if you want to have your music featured on this show, and all, all of my people out there who have their own businesses, whether you uh, restone belts, re-leather belts, even if you sell belts or even do anything else on the side that's legal, of course, make <laughs> sure you send your information to our email address, Marks with Mike's. You can the illegal. At gmail.com. <laughs> so that's marks with mike's podcast at gmail.com follow us on twitter and instagram uh so our last seg- segment uh we're going to talk about daniel bryan uh daniel bryan if you all are not aware where the hell have you been you must be living for rock or you probably yeah. don't have cable why are you uh, podcast if you uh, <laughs> don't know it's daniel bryan came back right <laughs> But Daniel Bryan has been cleared by the WWE doctors, and if you did not catch SmackDown, please go watch it on Hulu or go watch the little clips they have on YouTube. But, it, man, that was some of the best work I have seen in a while on SmackDown. I'm going to let you guys chime in on, for, on this subject first. Ryan, what was your take on this? Uh, Daniel Bryan uh, returning, being cleared, I should say, to return uh, to in-ring competition inside of WWE. Well, I think to understand my point of view on Daniel Bryan, 
you need to understand my history of viewing Daniel Bryan first. So <laughs> I, I, I'll make it short if I can. And uh, I'll tell you that when he came up like through NXT and then first was on the WWE roster, I really wasn't watching much at that point. But then mm-hmm. by the time he came back around uh, with the yes movement and all that stuff, I was watching it on a regular basis and I wasn't the biggest fan. I wasn't really like a huge fan. Well, listen, listen, it, it gets better, as the kids say now. But um, it, I was, like, just not a huge fan of it. Like, it, the whole, like, oh, we're all in this together thing. We're all part of, like, the big Daniel Bryan fans. Like, they're the same people that were, like, the big Bailey fans because she hugs everybody. And she's really, <laughs> like, he's just this little guy and you want to root for him and get behind him. And Triple H is mean. Mm, he should let him go to the, you know, championship match. I don't like this so i'm gonna complain you know i'm gonna wear the same t-shirt as all these guys and we're gonna go yes yes and we won't stop until he gets his championship match you know like that's <laughs> it wasn't like i hated daniel bryan i just kind of hated like <laughs> the the mentality of the yes movement at first and the presentation of it <laughs> yeah it was just kind of like whiny millennial sort of shit to me and i hate that stuff you know and it's like <laughs> but it was it wasn't the worst you know but and then he went to wrestlemania and of course he won and it was a really cool moment it was it was one of the best moments they had had in a long time you know like the of all that for sure it was great but you know then i don't know i don't remember how long it was after he won the championship that he had to retire um it was like less than a year wasn't it but uh maybe like a little over but in any event whenever he had to retire i certainly never wish injury on anybody uh no matter what i think of him um and it's not like daniel bryan was on my hate list or anything he just wasn't one of my favorites um and he had to go away and it was sad and he went away for two years and you could see even when he came back as the uh, smackdown general manager it was just eating at him like he wanted to be out there you know it's just like one of those guys that's He's super talented and he's super driven. He's an extreme competitor, and uh, mm-hmm. especially when it relates to the wrestling business. And uh, you couldn't help but be happy for him when he finally got cleared. I mean, he was trying to do this for I don't even know how long, at least six months. He was going to all these doctors. And, like, I mean, if they would have told him the week after he retired that he could have came back, he would have done it. You know that. You know? Oh, all right. That's the oh, yeah. thing. So he finally gets to come back and, and, uh, he looks fantastic. Like I couldn't believe it. Like he looks yeah. more explosive than I remembered him even at his peak. And I was like, Whoa, like he kept doing those, uh, those running drop kicks and he would spin around and land on his feet and do it again. He did four of those. And that was like so impressive to me. And then he uh, did those yes kicks and everything. And then <laughs> Sammy Zayn got him. Right. Isn't that what happened next? And uh, <laughs> yes. they just kind of, so here's your big moment of the, the WWE universe is coming their pants in the, in the crowd. Oh my God, this is unbelievable. He's, he, he's finally doing in ring stuff and he looks fantastic. And then welcome back, buddy. We take you on the outside and Kevin Owens power bombs him off the, uh, the apron, which is like, you know, he's, they've written it into the storylines a bunch of times now. Like this is how Kevin Owens injures people. You know? <laughs> this is the guy who was out for two years with concussions and neck issues and who knows what else, you know, a litany of injuries. And uh, they do this, and, and he did get stretchered out, didn't he, if I recall? but uh, Yes, he did. He got, he got the whole stretcher treatment. So that's ridiculous. And, I mean, it's like you, nobody can ever accuse Daniel Bryan of, 
of not going all the way in, you know, <laughs> like, oh, no pun intended. And like, uh, now we're talking about it uh, earlier today. Like you can compare it to, um, Sean Michaels second run very, very much. So I think it has the potential to be that. I mean, obviously he just came back, but he's at the age and has the level of talent that you can be in a really big time player and a big star for like the next, four or five years at least he's only 36 and uh you know a lot of guys are still really good into their early 40s and uh yeah i just hope that uh everything works out for him and they they do it right and they book it right and he like somebody said as soon as he came back he immediately became the most interesting person in wrestling and i just i hope they do it right and they don't screw it up or anything so uh dre what 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 are your thoughts i loved it I loved it. It's a shot that was needed on a dying brand. I agree with it. I've been loving this storyline with Kevin Owens and um Sammy and Shane and and Daniel Bryan. I've been loving it. That was big a big boost with him coming back. And I I got so many matches in my head. I want to see man. I want to see him and Shinsuke. I want to see him and AJ Styles. I want to see sure. So I want to see. Oh my goodness! This is a plethora of matches I want to see. I want to see him fight the Miz because they probably, if they put that feud together, will probably be one of the hottest feuds in wrestling. Period. Period. The Miz is white hot and Daniel Bryan will be right back up there. It'll be the best thing in wrestling. But I'm, I'm loving it. He moves so well, like you said, Ryan. I love the way he moved. Oh my goodness. It's like he never missed a beat. Right, man. It was just like, wow, like he, you know, he was ready, you know, and, and I know he's gonna probably steal the. Sh- they're gonna steal the show at WrestleMania. It's, it's this WrestleMania, you know, the card wise, people may be like, eh, but it's about three or four matches on that card that might be a potential for show stealers in. Oh, you it's know, really good, yeah, yeah. And and Daniel Bryan coming back, you know, you know he's gonna show out, yeah. Go out, you know. I, I'm I'm just so happy for him. I definitely want to see him back as an active competitor. And like I said, I have a lot of dream matches in my head now. Him and Shinsuke is like the top one. It has to happen. If it doesn't, I'm probably gonna go shit my pants if it doesn't happen. <laughs> you know, well, WWE does it right as well, like you said, Ryan. I really hope WWE does things right. You know, so you know, we we, we just gotta wait and see. But I'm I'm loving that he's back, though. I'm loving that he's back in the ring. It it just just not him, you know. It's not him. It, you know, he always when he was just in that ring and he couldn't do the flows. Now he couldn't fall down. He just I could see it in his face as well. Like, huh? <laughs> and when you cut the shoot promo on him, you could see it in his face there too. Like, yeah, you know, like, dude, when he in the promo uh before he got you know actually like later in the show got active and like mm-hmm. I, said, I wasn't the i was not a huge mark for daniel bryan uh pardon the pun marks with mics but uh yes sir when he started talking about his wife and all that and started getting choked up i started tearing up a little bit you know i was like shit this is that's emotional stuff you know? yeah that's real that's real when his wife was kept giving him the confidence like hey you can do this don't give up you know Mm-hmm. Most definitely, he just given confidence to keep going. This is like, you know, and then he finally got cleared, and he's back to being Daniel Bryan. You know, because I heard a report before that they were going to clear him, but it was going to make him like a Bret Hart role, how how he was 
how Bret Hart was at WrestleMania 26 against Vince McMahon. Oh, you can't do that to a guy who's like still in the physical prime of his life. That's like telling LeBron you can't you can't even dribble a basketball. You crazy? (laughs) We just pass it to you. All you can do is shoot jump shots. Don't move. You know. Right, that's it. That's all you can do. Just don't do nothing. Just shoot a jump shot and then just stand there. What? No. No, you can't tell Daniel Bryan that. And I, no, no, of course not. He's full. He's back as a full active competitor. And if he stay on SmackDown, y'all ain't seen nothing yet. That's all I'm going to see. Yeah. And I'm happy, to, I'm happy to see him come back right now at WrestleMania. They, they can put him on the big stage. And because I don't know about you guys, but I, I read a bunch of rumors and stuff like that about – um, if they weren't going to clear him, which for a long time it didn't look like they would, um, yeah. he would wait for his WWE contract to expire and then go to either New Japan or Ring of Honor, yeah. which would have been cool. Like, you know, he, there's a lot of guys he could have great matches with and stuff like that, but there just wouldn't be anywhere near the level of exposure or, or heat about it or anything. You know, if yeah, he's- WWE was like, no, we got, and then with those two brands gaining a lot of momentum, especially right. with the the Bullet Club and this whole Kenny Omega and Cody, yeah, you, you know, so it's like, well, we can't let one of our top stars go over there because that's going to add more fuel to it, you know. Yeah, and good for them <laughs> recognizing that, you know. And it's like they were, yeah. if they didn't, um, if they didn't keep Daniel Bryan, he could possibly have like main evented that uh, that Ring of Honor show that they're selling the ten thousand seats to in Chicago. He could have made a oh, that's that, right, the against, uh, Cody Rhodes or CM Punk or something like that. That would have been huge for them. That could have maybe yeah. like been a WCW sort of versus WWF sort of thing if that happened. Oh, I, I, think it's, I think it's getting back to that point. Like, is you know, we're 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 somewhere near there. Uh, far as uh the WCW versus WWF mm-hmm. type of an era, but you know, like Ryan was saying, if Daniel Bryan would have jump shipped uh and competed elsewhere, we would have been looking at the fall of uh, WWE. I'm just gonna be honest. I mean, it would been. I wouldn't say the fall, but it would have been a severe hit. It'd have been a big blow to him, yeah, for sure. Blow and and you know and. To, to copy off of y'all, um, but you know, I think wrestling needs that. They need that competition because when yeah. you get that competition, you get fresh, real, um, more passionate storylines because you have a competitor. You got to see WWE didn't monopolize wrestling for so long. Right. Viewership is down. Nobody's really paying attention to the product because they feel like, oh, we're the big bad WWE, and there's nobody to compete with us. But at the end, you well, well, you got to also attest to that. Uh, you know, another thing that came into play, which are why ratings are down. You got to the fact that reality reality TV took over uh, towards towards the two thousands. Uh, yeah, it, it it came back up and it took over like it never did before. And then you also got to look at the fact that other things came into play, like UFC. UFC started to become mainstream. It was no longer this underground thing that you only see on pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. You know, so the UFC became very mainstream. A lot due part to Dana White, yeah. uh, as far as him working out uh, the things that he did for that company, taking it from the basically the hole-in-the-wall fight club to this big mega production. Well, So a lot, a lot of that has to do with it. When they got on Spike and they had the Ultimate Fighter, um, that was a huge thing for them. That was like yes. 2005. And yeah. that huge rating. Five is on that. 
household that had cable, you know, so it was a big deal for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, definitely. You definitely. Yes. could advertise their pay per views on cable too. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you're you're definitely right. But a lot of my, but but my reaction to Daniel. <laughs> that was my reaction to seeing. Daniel Bryan being cleared, <laughs> and uh, you know, actually, actually seeing him, actually seeing him talk. I'm sorry, I just had to do it again. Uh, actually, actually seeing him talk and having that passion in his voice. I mean, not the not not the directly quote what Ryan said, but I'm not even gonna lie. I'm a six foot nine guy. <laughs> I, I kind of tear it up just a little bit in the inside. I'm not I'm not even gonna lie in the inside because I'm too tall. To let tears fall out my eyes, right? <laughs> but I teared up in the inside, you know. It wasn't, it wasn't like uh, you know, one of those ball and ah, uh, you know, no. you know, holding your breath type of cries. But it was like you know, one one of those Denzel Washington glory tears falling down. Like, <laughs> those are very know? emotional tears, my man. Yes. So <laughs> that, that's, that's exactly how I felt. Okay. <laughs> that that's exactly how I felt. I mean, just seeing him being cleared. I mean, it, it. I mean, it was like it was like the second coming of Jesus, um, wrestling Jesus. That is wrestling Jesus, <laughs> not not CrossFit Jesus, which is Seth Rollins. Uh, we're talking about uh, wrestling Jesus, which is uh, Daniel Bryan. Because let's be honest, when Daniel Bryan had started at Yes Movement, he was like the wrestling Jesus at that moment. Everybody wanted to follow Daniel Bryan. I mean. Daniel Bryan was so over to the point that they had to change that storyline at WrestleMania 30 in order for him to even be uh, highlighting that show. I mean, they had to change everything. Uh, but Daniel Bryan coming back to the company, uh, first off and foremost, is what's best for business. Not to steal any, you know, punchlines there, but uh, it, it is it is what's best for business. Oh, I mean, I think, not only I think that man even agreed with you when he said it was best for business. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it definitely definitely was best for business, but but not to you know not to just sound like a total mark, no <laughs> pun intended, of course. Marks with Mike. You are, but uh, you know when when that moment happened, it was almost like it was almost like a heavy burden was taken off my chest. For all of you all who do not know, I will be in New Orleans at WrestleMania going to the show, and the more and more I seen the card build up. Uh, you know, I was more like, okay, yeah, I definitely want to go. I mean, th- there was even at one point, I told you guys I was thinking about selling my ticket. Like, yeah, yeah I was like, you know what? I don't even want to go. But to see Daniel Bryan come back, to see that guy come back and move the way he moved in that ring, Dude. the way he moved in that ring, yeah, I'm definitely going. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a matter of fact, I'm going to make sure that I probably broadcast live from there as well. But the way he moved in that ring was the best I've seen him before he returned the first time yeah. from his injury. Mm. I mean, this guy, this guy moved, this guy moved like a brand new virgin. I mean, yeah, I agree. seriously, like this guy, this guy had, but this guy had the energy of a teenager. You're telling him he can wrestle again. That's giving the man his powers back. Right. I mean, it's like that, that was exactly. for a long time. Yeah. Exactly. That that was almost like Superman getting that kryptonite yeah. out of his body it and being like, able it to use like his powers. Things like when your adrenaline is like full steam and you kind of hit that extra gear that you don't normally have, like that sort of thing when he was running at them doing the drop kicks. 
I mean, no, honestly, him him doing those drop kicks reminded me of Sonic the Hitchhog going around inside that loop. <laughs> totally. I mean, he was so fast. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, like, uh, that, that that guy can move. But seeing Daniel Bryan back in that ring and knowing that he is going to be a part of that card, because rumor is it's going to be a tag match with Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon I and love versus uh, Kevin Owens and uh, Sami Zayn. So. It. That is the rumor, and uh, my whole thing is I would love to see that match happen. I think that it would be best for WrestleMania because you have so much things going on in New Orleans during that time. Rango Honor is running a show the same night as NXT. Yeah, you have WrestleCon that are that is holding wrestling events all through that whole entire week. Mm-hmm. Of WrestleMania, including WrestleMania night, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Or, no, I'm sorry, that, that's a WrestleMania at the party. But you have all these matches going on, and a lot of people, from, from what I was hearing, a lot of people were ditching their tickets and just saying, screw this, I'm going to go to WrestleCon. Yeah. But, but to see, but to see Daniel Bryan come back in this ring, that only lets me know that the WWE is heading in the right the right direction. I mean, having them on on the brand wrestling and actually having these matches go down. I mean, like, like you were saying, Dre. I mean, some of the matches we can get, we can get, we can get Shinsuke and Daniel Bryan, AJ, Daniel Bryan, Ben Balor, Daniel Bryan. I just think about that, man. I, I will probably just. I know I would pee my pants if that match ever happened. <laughs> you know what? You would probably, you would probably mark out. If it yeah, happened. Good plug, man. You would mark out. Uh, no pun intended. I'm sorry. No pun. Jesus, I got to come up with a mark. Um. Hey, hey, Jay. If I could jump in. Uh, yeah, go ahead. While you were talking about, you know, like Daniel Bryan coming back and thinking about him going forward full time, and think about his match at WrestleMania. Uh, so. You have that tag match with him and Shane McMahon versus Sami Zayn and uh, and Kevin Owens. You make him look great, which shouldn't be too hard. You know, he has a great match. And against, you know, I mean, hopefully it's not too much Shane. That's all I can say, you know, is that (laughs) he can have his two or three big spots and everybody will go, ooh, and he can make daddy proud and feel good about himself and go to And then hopefully it's just three of, you know, the best workers in the company right now uh, doing most of the moves and stuff like that in Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan. Um, And obviously you put Bryan over, he gets. Let's let's not mark out Shane. Yes, I got one. Yes. First of all, here's the move not to fantasy book too much is. Daniel Bryan goes over. He gets the pinfall in the match. And then the next time on the, the, the night after WrestleMania on SmackDown, he goes, you know, he has his moment. And all the fans are like, you're the best, Daniel Bryan. We're so glad you're back. We love you. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, that was really great and everything. And, you know, there was, that, was, that was wonderful. But then he says, you know, if one thing I've been taught, it's that I don't necessarily know how much time I have and I'm not here to waste any. Hey, Shinsuke, I'm coming after that belt. You know, and like that's just what you do with them right after WrestleMania. You know, I can see that. I can definitely see that. But knowing, but knowing the creative at WWE, they're going to push him through the mid card and then throw him right to the top. So he's going to run through his Dolph Ziggler, which is the which which is your basically your 2018 version of the Brooklyn Brawler. You're just going to take you know take bumps. (laughs) 
Kent and State, you want to get he, go, he went to my alma mater. You're you're disrespecting him. Kent State's own. Uh, don't. Oh, you know what? Yeah, you, you are right. the best wrestler in um, Kent State history. My may I add? Thank you. Well, oh, to be his I'm sorry, actor, until a few years ago, some other kid beat him like three. Or That's four years. true, and he was kind of salty about that. I think Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler was going to mark him out. Ooh, level fire. He got another He's have plug. To do a shoot match, brother. You know, <laughs> not to shoot, but uh, but listen, I, 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 honestly, at at this point, I mean, you know, he's he, he's going to run through Dolph Ziggler. I mean, he's probably <laughs> going to run through Jenner Mahal. Oh, I mean, he's probably going to go all in, all in on uh, probably uh, Sami Zayn. That's going to happen, and then finally, they'll probably give him that push once he faces AJ. You probably get another triple threat because we know the WWE loves to do their Triple threats, fatal four ways, five pack, six pack, seven pack, <laughs> nine pack, twelve pack of Pepsi challenges that you have there. They do. They sure do. I mean, Jesus, just just go ahead and just hold a fucking battle royal every single pay per view for the title. I mean, because you're throwing all these people inside of a match. Just just hold a battle royal. But the battle royal is by elimination pin only, <laughs> which means we're gonna have a long ass match. But uh. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Which, which sounds terrible now that I, I mean, it sounded good when I was thinking it, but when Billy it came Jack, out my mouth, you know, so <laughs> but uh, no, but uh, I, I, honestly, I mean, Daniel Bryan, he's gonna shoot to the top of that card. I mean, it's just gonna happen. That Shinsuke and Daniel Bryan moment, if I had the fantasy book here for a moment, I'm gonna say they're gonna hold that until probably SummerSlam. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, they'll, they'll hold it. <laughs> Major pay per view, yeah, yeah. That that's gonna be on the major pay per view. Mm-hmm. They're 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 not gonna waste their time, uh, you know, with the with, with the other ones. I mean, the the main the main four, which is uh, I believe is uh, what the Royal Rumble. You have your SummerSlam, Survivor Series, yeah. and of course Mania. Those th- those are your main four. So it's gonna happen at one of those. But I'm gonna say SummerSlam. Daniel Bryan's not gonna come out and be like, "I'll see you." At great balls of fire, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which I am happy they canceled that because I'm sorry if you look at the logo of Great Balls of Fire for my people that are uh, of adult age and for the younger listeners right now, uh, cover your ears, but who cares? You're not going to do it. <laughs> if you look at the actual logo, it looks like a penis. Like you, you can actually draw the scrotum, yeah, and you, you can draw everything. So uh, I'm guessing that was a Vince McMahon's doing because we know how he loves cocks. Sweet Jesus, he's got a penis. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so we all we, we already know sexual you know, chocolate in the Hall of Fame. By the way, yes, we cannot forget Mark Henry. Sexual chocolate, Mark Henry, it's the world's strongest man in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. In the Hall of Fame, I can't believe it. Yeah, good for you. What do you mean? What happened? Leave it. You know, does no, Mark Henry don't deserve it? No, I'm not saying it doesn't deserve it. I say I can't, <laughs> I'm saying I can't believe it that it's happening so soon. Uh-huh. Usually, usually when I think Hall of Fame, you know, when you get inducted to the Hall of Fame, I'm thinking like, okay, you're tired and you know it's been it's been like at least five ten years or something like that and you know they they, they throw you into the hall of fame i mean the only special case scenarios of people that, that have went into the hall of fame right after their matches have been what edge eddie guerrero you either have to be uh, forced into retirement or pass away it is exactly i mean those are those are the only ways you get 
into the Hall of Fame that fast. So at first, I was scared, you know. Hopefully, it wasn't diabetes. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, at first, you know, I, I was kind of scared. Like, oh, Mark Henry Hall of Famer, what's going on? Yeah. Is he all right? Is he sick? But uh, yeah. <laughs> is he all right, you know? Because, you know, God, does he have the sugars? But uh, <laughs> but my whole, my whole thing was I'm definitely happy mm-hmm. that he – is inside Hall of Fame. I mean, he's more one of the more deserving ones to go into there. I mean, just looking at his trailer work before he hopped into the business and then when he hopped into the business and all the people that he has bought us. I mean, brought us here into the WWE. I mean, let's not forget, if it wasn't him, we would not have Braun Strowman right now. Right. Why why is that? (laughs) Because Mark Henry, Mark Henry actually suggested that the WWE get him. Oh, because he was a strongman competitor? Is that what you're saying? That is correct. Yeah, that's right. You know he what? was a strongman competitor, and Mark up. Henry put the word in. Sorry. I felt like I was talking over you there at the end. Sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, I was just saying, like, and I've heard that before, and obviously the impressive stuff he can do on a, a weekly basis on Raw is, like, really cool. But I've never actually seen any footage of him doing, like, strongman stuff. Like, I used to watch that stuff on, like, ESPN2 at, like, 1 in the morning. They got that shit, like, world's strongest man, and they're lifting up, like, you know, these, like, enormous, like, boulders that weigh, like, 600 pounds. Using all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely, uh, that's definitely, uh, one of the things I I can definitely attest to. I've not seen him compete, but he did compete. I mean, it's out there that he did compete. Uh, that's what Mark Henry first discovered him. But, you know, for for him to be going to the Hall of Fame, like I was saying with Mark Henry, I mean, this is big. I mean, this is really big. I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, Mark Henry Hall of Fame, I mean, the guy, the guy had a decent career. Uh, I'm going to say decent because, of course, they threw him in silly-ass storylines. Well, you know, you have one with Mae Young, which is, uh, you know, horrible. <laughs> Rest in peace, Mae Young. Referred to a hand. A hand, out of all things. Just a hand. But, uh, and then on top of that. <laughs> the baby with Mae Young. <laughs> have you seen yes, the baby where, where, where Mark Henry explains, like, what Vince McMahon told him going into that angle? He was like, no, I haven't. He was like, but why a hand? And Vince McMahon just like, he goes, he just looks at me and goes, a hand. And he does one of those maniacal laughs where he's just like, <laughs> and he just walks away. <laughs> this is evil shit. Just want to let you know, guys. Uh, no, I'm kidding, Mr. McMahon. You're, you're not evil. You're just a horrible, horrible hill. But uh, with that, with that being said, you know Mark Henry going into the Hall of Fame. Who inducts Mark Henry? Um, the Godfather. Question. Oh, oh, oh you oh, wasn't yeah. ready for that one, was you? Uh, I mean, no, I was. We can't get The Rock to do it because he's too busy. That would be my first choice, but my second choice would be The Godfather. I could see him, and maybe they call up a, a D'Lo Brown. You know? Oh man. Or, or, what about we have the Nation of Domination induct him into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I was going to say, what about Farouk? Might as well have the whole nation, huh? That makes sense. That would be nice. I mean, you have him up there as a Nation of the Domination, and then you have the New Day come out and ruin it. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> no, but honestly, uh, let's, uh, I, I would love to see that, the Nation hey, of Domination. Hey, you know, let's go back to the New Day thing. You know, I, I'm getting a little tired of of them getting stepped over, okay? You got to understand, this team, especially with with three black 
that's way over, they always sell them. <laughs> well, I was saying to Jermaine uh, recently that I don't know if you ever watched. Do it, uh, Jermaine's checked it out, I think. But I, Dre, I don't know if you've ever watched um, Up Up Down Down on YouTube. Oh man, I watch it every day. I'm like a loyal fan. Oh, okay, nice. So you'll understand where I'm coming from, probably. Like you've seen Kofi uh, do the Madden tournaments and stuff like that, right? Right. Did you see his promo where he was calling out? Uh, um, it was Curtis Axel. He was cold beer and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, he's cutting like a Ric Flair like heel promo on him, and it was hilarious. And and I've heard people talk about like before Kofi gets too old because he's been around for a while now. Like let him have a run with the championship. Let him be like a heel champion, and he will cut like some of the best promos you've ever seen in your life. Because when I see him on that up, up, down, down, he's one of the funniest guys I've ever seen, like in WWE. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Definitely agree with that. Kofi is a funny character. But the New Day, they're not getting looked over. I mean, I'm going to tell you what it is. We're tired of the, the gimmicks every six months. You know, every six months you're pushing something. First was the bootios. Yeah, I would have said stick with that because that was that was over. I mean, that was really over. You had Fye out of stock. You had the uh, people were on hold for their orders, and then of course them popping out that box of bootios at WrestleMania was, you know, <laughs> definitely very uh, one of the bigger moments uh, at that uh, actual show. But uh, just. The New Day, they're pushing too many products. I mean, from cereal to ice cream pops. Uh, and then, of course, you have uh, pancakes. Let's not forget the pancakes. <laughs> and the pancakes right now is what's killing me. I mean, pancakes, I, I love pancakes myself. But after seeing it every Tuesday on SmackDown and every pay-per-view, I am tired. I mean, although that said, every time they, like, feed one of them pancakes and it, like, powers them up, that shit makes me laugh, you know, it's like... Yeah, I mean, what what is this Dragon Ball Z? Is that, is that supposed to be Sensu Bean? Like, <laughs> like uh, honestly, like the New Day at at this point, they are you know what they they're in a stagnant place. Put it that way. Yeah, they're in a stagnant place. But you got to think about it. Let's not forget last year's WrestleMania. They didn't even compete. They hosted. They, they hosted. hosted. Yeah, a lot a lot of that had to do with the sex tape, but uh, you know they they, they hosted. Yeah, that is yeah. and and it's as far as like WWE stables go, I'm actually surprised they're still together. Like, I actually thought yeah. I put them up a while ago. I could have definitely seen them breaking up at one point. I mean, I'm 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 honestly I'm ready for Big E to be that dominant champion that he was in NXT. When he when he was in NXT, Big E was a dominant force. And as he got pushed up to the WWE, Big E, he was a chauffeur for, uh, I'm sorry, not chauffeur. He was the muscle for Dolph Ziggler. Dolph yes, Ziggler he was. was. Big E Langston. That's right. Big yeah. E Langston. When, when Dolph Ziggler cashes in the money in the bank, it's AJ Lee and Big E that celebrate with him. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> you, you are correct. But this this guy's the muscle for, for Dolph Ziggler. And, uh, you know, he moves up a little bit, and they try to give him a run, a run with the IC title. Uh, that didn't work out. Um, he started to fall on the card. Uh, then he got squashed by Rusev for that United States uh, championship feud. And finally, you know, you get this whole New Day thing going on. So he basically went from this powerful champion in NXT 
to this mid-card guy who needed a tag team, a trio, in order to get him back relevant. Yeah, That's just the way I look at him. Because, let's be honest, Big E was falling by the wayside. I mean, after, after being buried by Rusev and Ryback. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that was pretty much it well, I mean, for me. And I mean, like, I gave up. The success of the New Day completely goes to the three guys in the New Day. It doesn't go to Vince McMahon, any of the writers, or anything like that. This is three really talented, smart, funny guys who really are good wrestlers, too. Like, that's a lot of things people forget. They've had really good matches with, like, the Usos and, and like, the Wyatts and a lot of people. And, um, but they took a shitty gimmick, which when they debuted as the New Day, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what am I supposed to do with this? You know what I mean? Like, when it came, this is terrible. And then, like, they turned it around, and it's still the same thing that they were handed, but at the same time, it's a completely different animal because they made it their own, you know? Yes, yes, it did. Yes, it did. They have a lot of creative freedom of what they can do, which I love. Yeah. It like really like know who they are. They get to say a lot of stuff that's uh, like borderline like R rated <laughs> on TV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they get away with it. They too. do. They do. Yeah, I love it. That that's that's one thing I would love about the New Day. But honestly, at this point, the New Day. I'm not saying they need to break up, but they need a a character change. I mean, you know, they're they're too over to go hill. Yeah, but. I wouldn't mind dropping the pancakes. Just saying. <laughs> I like the pancakes. I keep telling you the pancakes are real at the live events. <laughs> they look real. Yeah. Oh, they're very real. They yeah. little mini pancakes. I think they get the little TV dinner pancakes, which I'm cool with. But the other remarkable thing with the fast lane. <laughs> the other uh, remarkable thing about the new day is that in in this era of PG. Um, they do try to push the envelope every now and then, but they always pull it back, you know, and they get more into stuff like that. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I have the internet, and I may or may not have seen Xavier Woods have sexual relations with Paige um, on the internet. So, it. And he's still on TV every week, you know, and it's like, whoa. Wow. Well, you gotta look at it. It was a leaked tape, so it really is not their fault. No, that, that's true. That's true. I mean, you can't really punish a man for that. No. It got it got leaked. There's nothing you could do about that. It's like, okay, you know. I mean, no, and- Xavier did go up, up, down, down inside Paige. <laughs> Shout out to uh, up, up, down, down. From, from what I saw, Paige was doing most of the work. But anyway, uh, yeah. Moving on. Um, yeah. I think, I think Paige marked both of them out that night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this show is ter- totally one Howard Stern. I could go on about Paige, but I don't know. Yeah, I can too, man. Don't let me get on Paige. Ooh, man. <laughs> well, I mean, I would like to get on Paige, but in any event. Um, okay. Okay. Oh, come on. Stop marking on Paige. <laughs> ah, good one. I dig good a one. goth girl thing. I always have. You know, what can I say? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Sorry. We love you, Paige. Mm-hmm. Do love you, Paige. Kisses, Paige. I'm so, sad. I'm so sad she can't wrestle no more. That that really hurts my heart. Dude, that was terrible when I found out about yeah. it. Yeah. Damn you, Sasha. <laughs> I'm fine, too, but we're mad about that. Yeah. Got to be mad about that, Sasha. You can't do that. You, you ruined Paige's comeback. Because originally, I think the plan going into Mania before Paige got injured was for her to win that Rumble. I think. I don't know. 
I think it might have still been Oscar. I think Paige would have won the women's title. Hmm. And it probably would have been them at Mania. But I'm fine with Nia Jax smashing Alexa Bliss, though. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Well, here's something you made me think of, um, is things that were supposed to happen or whatever. Um, I think originally at the beginning of this segment, we were talking about Daniel Bryan, um, not to, not to, you know, get away from the other 10 things we probably just talked about, but, and then (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to say one thing and it just came back in my head, like literally a few seconds ago. But when, when, when Jay was talking about, Daniel Bryan being what's best for business or whatever. And, and I had talked about um, him potentially going to ring of honor and do, and main eventing that big, you know, uh, Dave Meltzer says you can't sell 10,000 seats uh, show that they would do in Chicago, whether it's against um, Cody Rhodes or CM Punk, whatever. Let's say he doesn't do that. Say he goes to new Japan and he has great matches with all of their guys over there. He has matches with, Okada and like Ibushi and like let's say Chris Jericho goes back over there and has great matches with him and the, he has matches with Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes and like he's blowing things up WWE fans are already into the New Japan product um, and, and that would draw so many more eyes if they had Daniel Bryan not only that they had him but that he was putting on excellent matches with all these to let him go you know and look what he's doing. Yeah. So, oh, you're, you're definitely right on that. But let's just say that he has his WrestleMania. Unless his contract expired, doesn't re-sign, it still goes. That will be slick as shit. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, it can still happen, though. I mean, you got to un- – let's see how these next few months play out. That, that would be the ultimate power move in wrestling. That is checkmate. That would be a big time middle finger to the WWE. <laughs> that that is checkmate, bitch. Yeah, I'm sorry. That is. If he if if, if he yeah. does this mania and does the SummerSlam, Why? and doesn't resign, oh, that is checkmate. I'm sorry, CM Punk. That is the way you should have went out. You should have worked. You should have worked the mania. Yeah. And you you, you should have worked the next big event, and then you should have just jump shipped or went over to the USC, whatever your plan was going to be. But Daniel Bryan, I'm not saying to do it, but that's a power move. I'm just saying. I don't want to see him inside New Japan in ROH because I feel like if he does go there, uh, you know, I think they're probably going to throw a Bullet Club t-shirt on him. I'm just saying. That would be pretty awesome, actually, I think. That would be pretty awesome, but you got to think about it. This Bullet Club, the way this Bullet Club is going, and they throw Daniel Bryan inside of it, that's gonna be that. I mean, that that's seriously gonna be WCW all over again. I mean, you're throwing Bullet Club T-shirts to anybody yeah. and everybody who wants to join. Right. I mean, nobody wants to see this long ass NWO uh, type of a faction. I mean, it, it's to the point that they have an A team and a B team of the Bullet Club. If you think about it, just think about they it. They do. Yeah, they have the elite, and then they have the rest of the guys, right? Exactly. It's like Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five. Like <laughs> nobody We don't know who like, the star is. Yeah. It's like, you know, every everyone who know who know who who's the star, but right. you know, at this point you don't you don't really need, you know, you don't need these guys, all these guys inside this faction. Right. 
all these guys inside this faction, and you throw Daniel Bryan in there, I mean, that that's just going to tarnish it even more. But, yeah. you know. I could see challenging the Bullet Club just as well, you know, and having matches with Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, whoever, you know, like tag matches against the Bucks, that sort of thing. But, yeah, I mean, and just like to mm-hmm. say, say Daniel Bryan would do that and uh, go over to um, New Japan, not only does it bring all the eyes that love Daniel Bryan, which are a huge percentage of the WWE audience over there, uh, it makes other potential free agents coming up think about that. Like, hey, well, what if I go over there? I'm a big name. I can, or, or maybe guys that are like feeling like they can't get over, they're, they're being held down, and they go over there and they're like, I'm going to go have matches with Daniel Bryan and all these other great guys over there. And like, this is the age of the internet, you know? It's like, what does WWE base all their business off? The network, not the cable the network that's their baby you know and it's like you can get new japan uh on the internet their, their thing is like what is it like 999 yen or something like that whatever the hell it is uh yeah it, it's like less than ten dollars it's like the same price as the network and any whatever it is and uh that could really and and they have uh american commentary as well at this point they have like um they've had jim ross on there they uh, still Josh have jim Barnett, ross and uh yeah, they have an American commentary team. So if you don't want to listen to the Japanese guys, you can hear it in English, you know. Yeah, you definitely can. I mean, ROH, uh, uh, I'm sorry, ROH and New Japan, their their whole relationship together, them working together the way they do uh, could potentially cripple. Not, not, that won't say, you know, knock WWE at the park, yeah. but potentially put them on, put them on one leg. Uh, you know, so so to speak, if that was to happen, I mean, right. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna say Cody Rose is, was this great wrestler. No, and he 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 definitely wasn't. Never in my eyes, he never had that big match that was like Cody Rose is fucking awesome. It's kind of like, damn, okay, Cody, that was a good match. <laughs> you know, it, it, it was more like that. It wasn't like, oh, Cody, Cody's one of the greatest of all time. It's like, oh, he had a good match, yeah. but you know, him going to New Japan and ROH and all that. Uh, him, him going over there, uh, did it make him a little bit of a bigger star? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but does his does his ring skill match the type of star that he is in Japan? No. Yeah. Well, and I mean, in Cody Rhodes' case, the thing is, is like they were fucking him. They were giving him terrible gimmicks, you know, fucking the Stardust and all this. And cre- I like this intro. Credit to him being as as good as he is. He made it entertaining. He made it interesting for a while. But then, you know, Cody Rhodes is like, I'm in the prime of my career. Maybe not even quite reached it yet. I, I don't want to be fucking Stardust right now. I want to do stuff that matters, stuff that's interesting, you know. So he struck out on his own, and he's whatever you want to say. I mean, you can't deny he's having success. He's doing well right now. And if he wants to come back to the WWE in a couple years, three years, four years, they're going to be interested because he has, he's made his own following and he's a marketable guy, you know? Yeah, he is. He, he's definitely a marketable guy. I mean, he is a Rhodes, but <laughs> of course, the WWE not, has not. a way of screwing all the roads. Right. Actually, right now he's just Cody. Yeah, that's not to get. Sorry, <laughs> Cody. Yeah. Can't even call you Cody Rhodes, but Cody, you have good matches. Yeah, yeah. Please, we won on the lawsuit, but yeah, he's not a. Uh, he is not as uh, as over as he thinks he is. But right. if Daniel Bryan was to go there, I mean, he, he would totally drop Cody to the bottom of the card. Oh yeah, we're talking. We're talking WWE main event, <laughs> bottom of the card. <laughs> so. You know, with that with that being said, I mean that would be a power move, but 
I don't think Daniel Bryan would, would do that to do that, the WWE. That's all he he's ever wanted to be. That's everything he ever wanted. Yeah. And uh, going back to what you originally said, because we were supposed to be talking about Daniel Bryan, <laughs> but uh, his whole entire run this second time around could be potentially, I'm not going to say potentially, it will be better than Shawn Michaels because of the amount of talent that is inside the main roster right now. And we also have people that even haven't even called up in the next two. You're talking about people like Alistair Black, EC3. Yeah. You know, you, you have people like the Velveteen Dream. Could, could you imagine Velveteen versus Daniel Bryan? I love Velveteen Dream. Like I said, I, I, I've talked to you about how uh, I think he could really be pushed to the moon, basically, when he gets to the WWE. But whether uh, whether Vince sees that in him or not, I don't know. But, yeah, and maybe by the time he gets to a point that he can make a difference, uh, Vince won't be in charge anymore. Who knows? We can hope, but we'll see. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> <laughs> Hold him down. Put him in the mid card. <laughs> make him hurt. Oh. <laughs> Hold down. Rome is my baby. <laughs> no, uh, sorry. Sorry, Vince. Sorry, sorry. But, uh, you know, Honestly, but um, we don't want to see that happen. But, but like I said, uh, Daniel Bryan coming back is the best thing to happen to wrestling uh, since since the Balor Club debut. Oh, big so, deal! Yeah. <laughs> so th- this is great. This this is awesome. Well, we're gonna wrap up for today, guys. Hey, the first episode was a doozy, but guess what? We'll be back with more. The next episode will premiere soon. Uh, we're probably looking at uh, probably next week or, or so. But uh, this is the first episode of Marks with Mikes. Uh, I have been one of your co-hosts, JT. Uh, yeah, it was a good time, man. And uh, I have been your other host, Ryan. And we lost uh, we lost Dre a little while ago, but uh, we thank him for joining in as well. Oh, yeah, that's no problem. And uh Dre will be back, of course, uh, next week. We will see. Uh, could have been a bad connection. Metro PCS is a metro piece of shit. <laughs> so we don't know. I'm not insinuating that he doesn't have a, a you know a, a regular phone plan. No, but uh, you yeah, know, I not, think not he's capable all. of having Verizon or something like that. No, no, no. Okay, I'm definitely not saying. All that. right, but okay. what I am saying that service must have dropped. I mean, it does happen. But we will see you all uh, next week. Peace out. Follow us, Marks with Mikes, at on Twitter, Instagram, and of course, if you want to send any of your information to our email address, as far as having your business promoted on the show, send it to Marks with Mikes Podcast at gmail.com. All right, people, it's been real. All right, catch you later.